My guest is Hilary Perlson. She's an Akashic Records reader, healing guide, and founder of The Dreamery, a supportive space offering readings, courses, and immersion programs to guide you in aligning with your path and purpose using the Akashic Records. Hilary and I get into all things between strategy and divine surrender, taking a sacred pause to celebrate Hillary's move from New York to Florida and my move from New York to the Catskills and what role the Akashic Records play in it. Hillary's courage to let herself be seen while recovering from a facial paralysis and the best questions to ask the Akashic Records before a launch, any launch. And if you're hearing the cicadas in the background, it's because I'm currently at a lodge during a safari. I am getting ready to get married this weekend and I didn't bring my regular mic, so I'm just recording on my phone and sending you so much love from the bushveld, from all the animals that I'm connecting with, and hope you enjoy both parts of this episode as much as I did recording it. Yeah, so I have a, an incredible, miraculous story that I haven't shared with you yet. So yesterday I started taking a course called Money. Uh, by Carolyn Elliott and Dave Burns. Dave, they both actually have been podcast guests and both episodes are one of the most loved, downloaded, and commented on. Mm. Dave is known as the business monk and Carolyn is known for speaking about shadow work and how by facing our shadow and owning it and getting present to our dark desires or what we think are dark desires, we actually tap into our power. And she shared her story on uh, the podcast, how she... Uh, by transforming that story and accepting it, first of all, she was able to create immense amount of wealth and impact and be doing the work that she's meant to be doing in the world, changing lives while making a lot of money. And I started taking the course last night and I only listened to the introduction and it's not even the course yet. It's just the introduction. It says your first homework before you do module one is to set up your money altar and get three objects for the altar. Uh, and you have to specifically buy them so that there's a monetary exchange, so that there's this like, um, what's the word? It's this interesting, I guess, circle where you use money to offer back up to money to establish this connection with the spirit of money. And um, it's really interesting because as soon as I listened to this, I set an intention, I started looking for objects to buy for my money altar. Um I posted a video of Eric making an igloo and it's gone bonkers viral immediately. It's going probably more viral faster than my most viewed alpaca video that has 55 That's million like views. It's like not the alpaca video. I know, crazy. <laughs> it's at 1.4 million views. Last time I checked, it's not even been 24 hours. And I've already posted part two and part three and there's thousands of comments and it's just absolutely nuts. I think we have like 10,000 new followers. And uh, there were so many people commenting saying, uh, give us an update, give us an update, what's going on with Eagle now that I ended up doing a TikTok live, where I just showed them Eric working on the Eagle at 1am all soaking wet outside naturally. And I had done lives before a couple of times. And it was kind of like, oh, you know, a couple of people show up. Uh, 
But there's this interesting thing that when you go live on TikTok, people can start giving you gifts, which are money. So they give you different coins and presents, which then you can cash out for money. And I'd never received any gifts ever. And I went live and there were hundreds of people watching and people were sending us money as Eric was doing his divine design, <laughs> being the creator, the builder, what he does. And I, that live ended and I look at my account and I have 25 bucks in there. So right after I set up that intention to truly uh, get present to my relationship with the spirit of money, a brand new source of income came in unexpectedly. Mm. And for me, whether that's, you know, in this case, it was $25. I honor $25 as much as I would honor $25,000. And I think it's, an important shift in perception of honoring even the littlest things so that we can then take that energy and harness it and prepare the energetic space to receive much larger amounts of money. Yeah. And such a beautiful, first of all, that's absolutely incredible and not surprising to me at all because you two just open up portals with your love. And what a beautiful example of just what happens when you move out of linear thinking, when you just open yourself up to what's possible and receiving. It's like, we can't, you couldn't have dreamt up that this igloo video was going to go viral. Like who it's, that's like, that's that space, that beautiful space of just inviting in miracles and being in that full trust and surrender and allowing divine to lead the way to just show you what's possible and have fun with it. Right. And I think a lot of the times when we approach business or social media, we look at linear ways to, you know, structure a video or come up with an idea for a post. And all of these things help. In my experience, they create a structure and a framework for you to at least know what's possible. So that when intuition hits, when guides get activated, when you're ready to channel something, you're ready to receive and you have the human language and the tools mm. and the resources to actually translate it. That's why I think education and understanding basic principles of marketing, social media and business are very helpful. But when I posted that video, I mean, of course, I utilized some video editing skills and storytelling skills. I've been honing that and practicing that for almost a year now daily. And But at the same time, that element of unknown of and also with that documenting and capturing what's actually happening and where the energy is versus crafting some sort of situation or scenario that you just think is going to do well or go viral i just really want to make a distinguish you know distinct what is, what's the matter? i want to distinguish i don't know is that one? we get it i don't know <laughs> i want to distinguish the difference between coming up with a strategy from your mind versus feeling in your body. What is present? What is alive? What am I being asked to share and communicate? And yesterday when I went out there to capture igloo making and post it right away, it for sure was one of those body sensations. And Boyd Vardy talks so beautifully about it on episode 130 of Woken Wired that changed my life forever. I actually had a dream about him last night. I'll tell you later about that. <laughs> um, it was it, this reminder to you know tap into what's being asked of us. Where is the flow of life calling us? And what is present? And when we act from that body expansiveness, from that point of resonance, we create 
miraculous things and we get miraculous results versus when we just come from strategy. Yeah. I, I mean, this is, you're such a beautiful embodiment of that. And again, it's like that showing of what's possible leading by example. And I know for me, witnessing you in that and having you invite me into that is what has really been such a supportive aspect of helping me to open up these new portals of what my living situation looks like, of moving down to Florida, of my business, of stepping into your the dream records. house on the ocean. It's not on the ocean, it's by the ocean. But yes, <laughs> it is 10 minutes from the beach, which was definitely a, a a dream for a lot of lot of years. I, I think to leave I'm just gonna pause time. you right here because I think it's okay. so important to pause and acknowledge things that mm. we did and continue to bring into our lives consciously. You know, you moving from Brooklyn where you didn't feel happy to creating a lifestyle that actually serves you and having your sauna and being so close to the beach and going biking with your dad, all those big and small things that contribute to your healing and to you having the spaciousness to receive and implement the downloads of following your divine design. Thank you. Thank you. I'm receiving that with a lot of love and Again, it's that that sacred pause, that moment to celebrate to, and it, it really it feels so beautiful to have the people in your life that you love invite you into that pause too. So just you have continued to remind me through this process when I'm on to the next, on to the next, to take that pause to really relish in this has been a transformational move and. It was a bit scary leaving my community in New York and leaving all that I knew for 11 years, but I always felt in my heart, I needed quiet. Like I needed spaciousness that I wasn't even really hitting, scratching the surface and like tapping into what was possible for me. And to do so, it was that quiet piece, like to hear myself think. And once that intention was set, this move happened with such ease and has felt so aligned and yeah, continuing to celebrate that. And same for you when you moved out to and purchased the tiny cabin. I mean, I remember sitting on my rooftop in Brooklyn and you brought this idea of building a tiny cabin and you asked if Dan and I would want to build a tiny cabin on the property. I was like, sure, <laughs> that sounds fine. But you obviously you wound up finding this place and it happened with such ease. And once that intention was set, universe can really conspired to make it happen. And it is like, even this process of all the renovations and witnessing you and Eric and the love and heart and soul that this renovation has manifested itself into has been so incredible to witness because I saw you in the space of such deep trust with your contractor, of trusting his vision, of knowing what was possible for the property and for what you wanted in your home. And it's all just flowed. Like it all just shows up the opportunities, the money, the aligned partnerships. And it's such a testament to you and how you lead with heart and your relationship with Eric and what beautiful flow and alignment you create together. And yeah. Uh, yeah. It does. It, everything got provided for sure. And I'm super grateful for that. And I also want to be super honest that when we moved, just weeks into it, I had so many doubts and I had so many days yeah. when I was crying and I just wanted to get out of here. I just couldn't believe what was happening. And actually a psychic and an astrologer, both two people that I trust deeply said that this place is not meant for me. And so mm -hmm. I was finding myself being torn because we had just invested this money. We moved here and 
now I'm feeling like this is not my place. And then we took some time away from being here by traveling for the winter, uh, by going to Argentina and a couple of other places. And then we got back and our financial situation had changed and Eric just started renovating. And what was really interesting is that when we were moving, there were some really dramatic situations that happened. Our move was all drama. Everything went wrong that day. And what's even more interesting is that the night before the move, I had horror dreams about some of the things that ended up happening, happening, like getting into a crazy storm, uh, the moving truck, uh, getting flat tires multiple times, not being able to make it up the hill where we moved, dropping everything we own on a public road overnight. Um, It was just so much. So there were so many moments of wanting to give up, but something kept us here. And what's very interesting is that some of the footage, I filmed all the crazy things that happened and I posted them on stories at the time and then we got over it. And then when I got on TikTok a year ago, exactly March, 2020, and I just oh. took on posting every single day for 30 days. Uh, a lot of the days I posted two or three times a day as an experiment. And what turned into now an account that has almost 400,000 followers and brings in a lot of super aligned brand partnerships and opportunities. And so some of the content I ended up using on that TikTok was our move. And the things that didn't seem to do particularly well on Instagram stories ended up absolutely blowing up and going viral on TikTok. So I'm not saying go and experience drama in your life just to have the footage of it and go viral, but it is interesting how what I thought in the moment was one of the most challenging, complicated situations in my life ended up being a doorway into the renovation, into the brand partnerships, and into having this platform where Eric and I both get to share things we deeply care about and have a community and and have funds that we get in exchange. Yeah, it's it's such a it's been really beautiful to witness all of the phases of this. I mean, I I think witnessing from the outside, it's just honoring that like initial spark. Like whatever sort of draws you to something or gives you that idea, like knowing that it's happening for a reason, even if it doesn't make sense, or if you're facing hurdles on the path to that, as you will, like, it doesn't always make sense in that moment, but it will be revealed. And with that reveal, at least in my experience comes a lot of healing. I mean, for me, I'm still moving through aspects of that healing, but what comes up in my journey in things that have felt really hard specifically over the past few years was my diagnosis with Ramsey-Hunt syndrome and experiencing facial paralysis, which I'm still healing from. And it's come through so strongly in the past few weeks and even through other healers that I've worked with. And this needed to happen for me to find the Akashic Records, to connect with my access, to begin sharing this with others and having it a tool as a tool that I use. And so that's an interesting, like, yeah, this has been such a difficult journey, which at times felt like, in all honesty, like, why am I going through this? How did this happen to me? Even to be as real as like, why my face? I mean, there's been so many questions and, you know, in those darkest moments, the things that I've 
really just broken down around. And there is a lot of healing that's happened in knowing that part of this had to happen for me to find the Akashic records and to be doing the work that I'm doing. There's a piece that comes with that. And I think it just shows up in our lives in so many different ways. And it really is like to speak to A Course in Miracles, that shift of, okay, this feels really, really hard right now. And like hard comes in all shapes and sizes and colors. Like hard can be a really difficult conversation. Hard can be moving from Brooklyn to a tiny cabin and being in a crazy storm and having all of your stuff on the road. Hard can come in the form of diagnosis. Like we all face those hardships and hurdles in our life. And it's really in that finding with time because it doesn't always happen right away. (laughs) Definitely not. Um, that access of how can I transform this from fear to love and how can I really honor this experience and see that it's all part of divine's plan in some way. Um, So, yeah. If you were to speculate why the diagnosis of Ramsey Hunt happened on your face, Mm -hmm. what do you think you are now ready to face? Yeah, I, that's such a beautiful question and something I've really given a lot of thought to because I think I've always had like so much of my worth came from physical appearance, from compliments on physical appearance or being told that I looked pretty. I never gave myself as much credit of my mind or my soul or my heart. Um, And even when I launched my blog, my physical appearance through so much of my life has been an excuse of when I look a certain way, when I have this, when I have these clothes or I feel better in my body or I'm a different weight, then I'll show up. Then I'll want to be seen. Then I'll be able to do X, Y, and Z. And Ramsey Hunt and experiencing the facial paralysis on my face and not really being able to hide from it, seeing it every time I look in the mirror has been this really incredibly difficult, but also like absolutely transformational experience of seeing myself beyond my physical body. And I feel so much of that when I do readings and I'm able to share this information with someone that most of the time has like this life-changing impact on them. It's been so healing because it has really allowed me to see I'm so much more than my body. We're all so much more than our body. And also honoring we are in this physical form and we are showing up as these physical beings. So what does it look like to practice this new level of acceptance, of presence, of love, of leading with my heart, of not hiding? I mean, I think, you know, I do all of my readings on Zoom, on video, and that's intentional. Like I want to show up and I want to be so present eye to eye with that person while I'm sharing this information with them. And it's been these baby steps and letting myself be seen more and knowing that just because this is something that is different or makes me look different is not a reason that I need to hide. And the other aspect is just, I think, just feeling called. And I think this is a a sort of responsibility that I'm still coming to terms with of leading by example that you can have things you feel self-conscious about. You can feel um, different in some way or like you want something to change or still be healing anything, like really healing anything physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And you can still show up and you can still share your message and you can still do the work you were put on this planet to do. And you can still be healing at the same time. Like it's all can exist together. 
And I really want to show people that because I am really, I'm still in the depths of my healing, but I'm also so in my purpose by being able to support others on their healing, to share the Akashic records, to hold space and to, and to share my story. And I'm always so honored to be able to do that and to wake up every day and share that. Snapping my fingers here. It's definitely one of the biggest lessons I've learned from you when I am feeling stuck or not sure I have the confidence to move forward, you always remind me that I don't need to know everything. I don't need to have all the answers. I just need to remember that there's always someone one, two, three steps behind me. And so if I just share those couple of things that um, I have already learned, they could make a lifetime of a difference for another human. So I think what you're pointing to is exactly that. How can we share what we know, what we've lived, what we embody and let go of the idea that we have to know everything because that's just not a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's something I think that we are constantly reminding each other of. And I hope that anyone who feels called to both of our work feels that for themselves. It's really, you are enough just as you are. You have everything you need. And it's just sharing that is enough. Even if it's just sharing your story and how you're moving through things and taking people on that journey, which you, I mean, your ability to storytell and take people on that journey has helped me to do that and shown me, oh, I don't have to wait. You know, I think when the facial paralysis first happened and we're getting about four years um, in the next few months, it was like, oh, okay, well, I'll start showing up once I'm healed. Like that feels like the good next step. And thank God for our calls and thank God for your continued reflections in holding space for me to say like, no, that that's not true. That's such a story that's and that's like literally repeating the same pattern that I was doing before. It was, it's just a different version. And I really wanted to not keep doing that and to just share and show up right now. And even when I get these urges of like, maybe I should do this training. Maybe I still need this. You always remind me like, no, just keep telling the story, keep showing up and keep just speaking from your heart. And that is everything. And that is what the community needs. And that's what everyone's community needs. Yes. And I think, uh, you know, those decisions, like, should I make this, should I take this training? Should I do this? Those are such personal decisions. I'm just always standing there beside you because I know Mm -hmm. that you tend to fall into using that as an excuse to not show up. So, and I always, you know, put that in front of you, remind you, and then you do the final choice, of course. Um, you know, for some people doing another training is exactly what they need. I I'm always taking courses and trainings at the same time. And I've, what I've noticed about how I consume, uh, courses is usually, um, I rarely finish them. And sometimes I'll just hear one thing and that one thing changes everything. And that was worth, you know, the whole investment of my time, energy, and money. And it's those And when we're open to hearing that guidance and letting it land in our body and then take action, that's makes, makes all the difference. You know, that goes to social media content too. Sometimes I will hear something in someone else's podcast and that one vision, that one phrase, that one quote, it changes my whole view of what's possible for me and how I can move forward. So capturing those and taking action on them is how we amplify for more downloads to come in. 
Yeah, I'm so happy that you spoke to that. It's really, it's intention. It's like, that's everything, right? Because you're right, so many of the times, so much of the time that I've brought, maybe I need this training, maybe I need to do this. That intention really was another way to say, when I finish this, then I'll start showing up. And when the intention is then shifted, when it's like, I'm just called to this and I'm going to allow myself to receive whatever I need from this, that changes everything. That's when it's the, that one sentence or that one message changes your whole life. And that is, I mean, I just, when you just did the conscious social media program this last launch, it was honoring, yes, I want to be part of this again. I want to be part of this group. And it was such a transformational eight weeks. And I still am integrating and the above the integrating. And it's like, it really is beyond words because it's being in that energetic space with you and with all the people that feel called to your work. But the relationships too, that I make every time I go through one of these experiences where the intention is, I'm just here, like heart open, ready to receive. That's been the most magical experiences. And the people that feel called to you and your work have been some of the most magical, incredible, intuitive, grounded people that I've connected with that I'm just so inspired by. And again, it's it's like being in that energy. Sometimes it's beyond words what you receive. It's just this energetic shift that happens in such a subtle way that like might not even completely res like you might not completely land with it until weeks, months, even years after. And I'll be like, oh, that was that experience. That was what I felt. Okay. That was an upgrade. I see how I'm like taking that into this next level. Yes. The UPS truck just came by and I can't wait to see what they brought. I love packages. Eric will tell you that I'm obsessed <laughs> with a couple of things. I'm obsessed with packages, coffee shops, coffee shops packages, alpacas. alpacas and jars. And jars. And, no, and baskets. Can't forget baskets. And baskets, for sure. Yeah. One of our viral TikTok series. Speaking of TikTok, um, I when I was getting into the depths of TikTok, you got curious too, and you asked me for some guidance, and I guided yeah. you creating your first post. And your very first post where you dance while sharing your Ramsey Hunt story did extremely well for a brand new account. So what's going on with you and your relationship with TikTok besides consuming cat videos and never making your own? Calling me out on a public platform. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, so I'm really, I'm, I'm really happy you brought this up. I think this is like in alignment with the question you asked before of like, how is my relationship to social media shifting? What is it going to look like? And how am I showing up in that way? And what's I've really been sitting with is what are the platforms that I feel really excited to open up? TikTok is definitely one of them. Like that platform brings so much joy and 10 out of 10 for the cat videos, for sure. You send really good ones, by the way, too. So I know <laughs> cat videos are in your algorithm. Um, I really like Pinterest. And yeah, I like those two platforms a lot. And YouTube, sometimes I, vis I visit and get into a flow with YouTube. I like dip in and out of that. And sometimes I really do like Instagram. I mean, I feel like I've met so many incredible people through that platform and clients and students. So I think it's honoring where my energy is being pulled. And, you know, unlike going back to that entrepreneur archetype quiz that we took, for me, I love creating content, but it doesn't really flow through me. It's not like, as you spoke to, the first thing I do when that space is there 
or when I want to express myself as it is for you. So, I mean, speaking it into this call onto this interview podcast, it's, I really want to have the intention of creating more space for that in aligned content creation and putting into practice all of the things I have learned from you because it's really fun. Like I really had fun. All the videos that are on my TikTok right now, I had so much fun creating and then I just got distracted and my mind moves into the big vision, the pieces, what am I building? What am I creating? Like, how am I working towards that big vision? And as my calendar gets more and more full with readings and workshops and all of the things, it's it really requires like a conscious intention to create the space of like, I want to move this, shift this, open this up in my calendar to create and allow whatever wants to come through to come through. And Dan and I have been, as you know, talking about, we really want to create account for kitten our cats Bodie and Zoe and Ksenia went as far to say just like send me the cat videos and I'll make them for you <laughs> yep so when I hear the continued when I get the creative nudge when I have an idea for a format I just need to do it right away and if I don't it just flows away I mean Elizabeth Gilbert right it's like that energy of our creativity and these ideas like coming into our being and I really yeah I, I do want to get more intentional about like honoring those. And I think it's a matter of just creating space to honor them and act on them as you so beautifully do, i.e. igloo making in real time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so before we start wrapping up, there's another place that I want to go to, which is business structure. What are you excited mm-hmm. about creating now? What's next for you? And what are some... Uh, lessons that you've learned in the past year? (laughs) Yeah. So I'm most excited. Thank you for that invitation. I'm most excited about my website that I'm putting together, which is going to really focus on a lot more education around the records and more ways to work with me. I think one of the biggest lessons of the past year has been how impactful an Akashic reading is And also that support and integration is needed along with that reading. So I'm going to be playing with a new format of a reading plus an integration session to really help that information like land with whoever I did the reading for. So they feel like they have that support and continuing to create ways for deeper support for whoever is in the community. So that will look like the readings and integration. I have a four-part course launching. It's called Inner Alchemy. And we'll have all of the tools and practices that I've learned over the past over 11 years of being on this journey that have really helped me and supported me on my healing in an effort to just support whoever is in need in search of more peace and feeling more grounded, whether that's just for your healing overall, or with the intention of feeling more grounded to access the records and definitely more course options to come. I love education in that way and being able to take people on that journey. And one thing that sort of drops into my field over the past month or two is to create an Akashic training. So that'll be happening at some point this year. I'm really, really, really excited about that and just 
being able to teach everything that I've learned and building my business around the records and offering readings and all the tips and tricks that have come along with that and more workshops. I mean, I'm really, this is a year of just collaboration, co-creation and honoring whatever feels really aligned and doing that with plenty of space for fun in between and any other lessons. I think the only other lesson that's really coming to mind that I'm feeling called to share is just continuing to step into my worth around money and charging and valuing all that it takes to show up for this work and these readings and creating that experience and just healing a lot of money stories around charging and all of the stories around finances, which the book that you shared with me that we went through together um, Tosha Silver's It's Not Your Money has been really helpful. A Course in Miracles has been really helpful. And also just having you hold that vision of being in my worth as I expand into it has been really supportive. So that's everything that's coming to mind. There's something moment. you didn't mention that I wonder if you'd be open to talking a little bit about, which is never again launching without consulting the Akashic Records. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I know exactly what you're hinting about. I love how you went around that. Yeah, I'm, I'm more than happy to talk about that. So I uh, last year, that was definitely a highlight and a really big lesson. I think I was in this place of not yet feeling super like locked into what my business model is and how I'm supporting the community. And listening to a lot of the marketing podcasts and teachers that teach some marketing. of the podcasts and teachers, um, listening to podcasts like Stu McLaren and Amy Porterfield, those are really like the two. And that was sort of like what I was listening to and feeling called to at the time. And I had been feeling like I wanted to launch a membership for a really long time. You know this. It's something I talked about for years. I just loved this vision of having this sacred container to share everything I was learning, all of my work, all the things coming through to me, all my courses, and cultivating that community around this conversation of what is working for you? How are you supporting yourself in your healing? What tools and practices are coming up um, that you're exploring that you want to share and just being in community around healing? And I think I was I'm putting myself back in that place, but I remember just feeling like a lot of like angst, like I just want to figure it out right now. Like I just can't wait any longer. And I decided I'm going to launch a membership. Like I'm done waiting. This is happening. I'm going to launch a membership. It's going to be like centered around Inner Alchemy, the course that I had launched live at the beginning of 2020. And it's going to be awesome. And I, oh my God, do you remember how many hours I worked? I feel like I was like at my computer for like 10, 12 hours a day, getting everything in order. I like didn't even stop to really breathe, which is so unlike me because I'm typically very, um, I wanted to say slow, but I know you invited me to reframe that in divine flow, even though I tend to move um, a little bit slower through life, through projects, through work. I'm We'll call it intentional. That that feels like a good word. So this was like a very different way for me to approach something, but I was just had my head down and felt like this was the right next step and got everything together, decided the day I was going to launch it and put the page up. Like everyone that I know shared it. I have, I felt so supported, 
so seen and it was just crickets, like a handful of signups, almost none. And it like almost broke me. I was, I, it took me to such a low place of doubting myself, of doubting my work, of doubting if this is even something I'm supposed to be sharing, if I'm even supposed to have a business. Like, why did this fail? And I didn't access, I didn't access or ask the Akashic Records through the process, the questions that I would always ask now that I'm asking with everything I'm putting out, which is what offering will support the highest good of my community? What does my community need from me right now? How can I put this offering out in the most supportive way for my healing and for the community? And what are the positives of putting this out? What are the negatives of putting this out? Like really just going in and exploring all possibilities for what work I'm putting out. I didn't do it for this. And when I did it after, when I finally landed and to be honest, stopped crying, I got very clear in this wasn't the right fit, that I wasn't doing this from the right place. And it was a big, a big teachable teaching moment for me. And everyone was like, just, you know, leave it open, just wait, you'll see people will come. And I just honored what I knew to be true, which was I needed to put a wait list on this. I needed to recalibrate. And similar to honoring, you know, the difficulty and all that came up for you when you're moved to the tiny cabin, I needed to grieve and honor all of the emotions of that product. And then go back to talking and accessing the Akashic Records to get my next step. And it honestly was such a blessing that it didn't work out because it really wasn't the right business model for me because I really, I, I'm always going to be someone who needs to go in hermit mode for periods of time. They're like, it's my time to recharge. It's my time to come up with new projects, new offerings to fill up my own cup so I can support the community. And it's really hard unless you have like a team of people managing it and more front facing to have a membership community when you want to go into hermit mode. And it's like, know thyself. And in that moment, I wasn't fully grounded in myself and my reality. I was trying to make myself fit into what I thought I should be doing. And that just wasn't the right fit. So that was a really, that was a really big lesson of last year. Can you think of any others I'm supposed to share? (laughs) That's exactly the one. And I remember when the whole thing unfolded and I asked you, so did you consult the Akashic Records? And you said no. And I just couldn't even believe it. And that's when we both just (laughs) stopped in our tracks and reassessed everything. If I were to pinpoint one thing that helped me grow my business, make courageous pivots, create, launch, and sell offerings, dabble into public speaking, and get booked for paid public speaking gigs, it would definitely be working with a mentor, both in one-on-one capacity and especially in group containers such as masterminds. In episode 138, I shared all about my top takeaways from joining masterminds and how they have completely skyrocketed my business in so many different directions. And I am so excited to share that I will be hosting my own very first mastermind starting March 20th, 2021. The 5D Mastermind is an intimate, intensive four-month container where you will create the highest possible outcome for your self-expression in the world through digital strategy, intuitive business, and energetic practices. 
We will do it through educational and coaching sessions with myself and guest experts that I have hand curated based on who has made the biggest difference in my own life and business. There will be one-on-one consulting with me and experiences that help you create space for and integrate your expanded vision. It is 100% virtual and cacao ceremony will definitely be part of it. I will be sending you my favorite cacao for the process to playfully and gently guide you through this experience as a plant ally. I know that whoever is meant to be part of this alchemical container will find it and have the courage to sign up. The feedback that I get the most from the Conscious Social Media Program and other containers that I hold is the community and the aspect of the souls that choose to come together at that specific time with your specific intention and the way that the collective energy, the group energy of each person amplifies each other is pure magic and miracles. I'm so excited to meet those of you who will be joining. You can find all the details and apply on 5dmastermind.com. I have been going through your applications And it's going to be a really powerful group from all over the world. So if you know that you are ready for the next step in your business, whether you want to align your product suite or rebrand or pivot in a brand new direction, and you would like group and one-on-one support along the way in a sacred container where we will dive between the physical realm, the digital realm, and the unseen realm, I want you to know that it's possible. Your wildest visions are possible. It just takes focused energy, focused action, and support. Get all the details and apply on 5dmastermind.com. I don't know if I will be guiding this again in the next 12 months. So if this feels aligned in your body, and if you are in a place in your business where things are going well, but you know that there is space to expand so much further than I encourage you to apply. Another thing I want to point out is for you, this, you know, what could be seen as a failure, which was just a redirection really back on your path. Yeah. This spiraled you into, uh, am I even supposed to be doing business? And, you know, uh, maybe it even spiraled you into like, what am I, you know, am I, do I even, am I meant to exist? Like, what am I doing here? Like, what am I supposed to do in this world? And, um, you know, it's so easy for us as humans to just let those doubts snowball and our business entity energy to uh, be perceived as the same entity as you, as a human, as a soul in a human body. And I just want to bring to everyone's attention that it's so important to separate those two because all the different businesses, projects that we create, they have their own energy. They're their own entity. And you are your own being. And everything you create is not you. You created it, but it's not you. It is separate. Yeah, it it was such a powerful moment to really integrate that into my being. And it's a lesson that's applicable for everything that we create. Like nothing is personal. It's all separate from you, your heart, your soul, your being, whether that's someone unfollowing you on social media or unsubscribe in an email list or not fully 
feeling an offering or even when they feel it completely, like it really is being able to say, I'm separate. I am not this. And creating that energetic boundary, it's, if not, it's just a constant wave after wave of feeling disappointment or feeling like things that are not flowing or look a different way is like, can almost feel like like a personal attack. So yes, it's a separate, it, it is separate most definitely. So on your healing journey, what are some tools, texts, teachers, objects, thoughts that feel the most alive and supportive for you right now? Definitely A Course in Miracles, which we're moving through this year has been a deeply supportive tool. And I just, it's incredible how each day that lesson just feels so present in what I'm moving through. So that has shifted a lot in just opening up that space for miracles. Definitely Tosha Silver, who I've mentioned a few times in this call that you introduced me to, Outrageous Openness, and It's Not Your Money. Of course, the Akashic Records and a beautiful bonus or perk of opening up the Akashic Records for others that I wasn't anticipating is that when these tools and practices come through for them, sometimes it'll just be like, oh, like I'll, I'll make a mental note or write down. That seems really cool. Like that seems interesting, whether it's a certain book to pull off the shelf or a meditation or a modality or a teacher. And I love exploring what that looks like in my life. And it's such a beautiful to give them what is serving their highest good and then explore that for myself. Intentional calls, I think we're all feeling this lack of physical connection and just time together and being able to be in circle. So being really intentional with joining groups and courses and masterminds that I feel drawn to and also having that intentional one-on-one time with others that are on this spiritual slash business journey and doing this work and all that comes with that and holding space for each other has really been filling my cup up. And most recently, plants. I had my first plant medicine experience, which I'll be ready to definitely talk about that more in the future and still integrating what that, all that came with that and all that that brought me. And whether that's having that journey um, or including microdosing mushrooms as part of my routine and my self-care, connecting to plants in a new way has really just opened me up and opened up these portals for healing that I just didn't know were possible and feeling more grounded in myself. Sauna has been so, so supportive and just sweating um, and finding ways to move and get outside. And lastly, the last tool that's coming to mind is, might sound like a funny tool, but organization and really being intentional with my calendar and the space I'm creating and making sure that I'm not packed with calls and readings and feeling like I'm moving from thing to thing, being really present. And the system that's really been supporting me is called Be Current. And I know Sophie was on the podcast. Highly recommend listening to that episode and learning from her. She's been such a beautiful source of inspiration and guidance over the past few months and just being really present. I mean, above all else, 
connection to source, prayer, divine, and continuing to ask for support when I need it. Um, knowing that I need, I don't even want to say extra support, that I just, I need that support and not being afraid to ask for it, whether that's in the form of picking up the phone to call you, having my therapy sessions, working with different healers, going into my own records, allowing the light of the records to support my healing, being in a flow with a journaling practice. It's all just, I feel very grounded more than ever in what this healing toolkit has in it. And it's just honoring where, what tool I need to grab out of it on a day-to-day basis to feel my best, to do the work that I know I was put here to do and to just move through whatever is feeling most present. I second what you said about Sophie, her organization system, Bukharin, really changed everything for me, how I manage not just my time, but my energy. So I'm going to link to the podcast with her in the show notes. She's been such a guiding light for both of us and so many uh, other people. And is there anything that I didn't ask you about that you feel called to share? I'll check in around that. No, I feel like everything that came through was supposed to be exactly what came through. Just such an, a true gift to have this time with you and to be able to connect with this incredible community that you've cultivated that just feels so connected to your energy, all that you are, all that you are creating. And it just feels really special. One of our many many calls to have it be in this sacred container and just really grateful to be able to connect with your community and and to have this time with you. Me too. The community is amazing. And if you're listening to this, well, clearly if you are hearing this, you are listening. (laughs) May may the light of (laughs) the shout out to you. (laughs) Shout out. Yep. (laughs) Uh, May the light of the Akashic records shine on you, whether you decide to work with the records directly or not. Remember that it's just one of the tools and modalities that exists to support you on your own unique journey. Uh, and if you do decide to take Hillary's course, which I can't recommend enough, I think it should cost at least 10 times more than what it does. <laughs> what is it? $68? Uh, 67 yeah. Okay, 67 So what? where can people find the course, uh, your work, your social media, and everything else? Yes. So everything will be on the dreamery.com and that's dream E-R-I-E. My Instagram handle is at Hillary Pearlson and at the underscore dreamery. But if you arrive in my hub, which will be a new home by the time this is live, you will find everything you need there to support you in whatever way I can support you. I'd be honored to have you as part of the dreamery community if you enjoy the show please leave a rating and a review on itunes and share it with a friend who you think could benefit from the message find all the show notes and all the resources on wokenwired.com and say hello on instagram Find me at Woke and Wired. Stay woke, stay wired, and take three deep breaths right now.